Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new. Connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, aka Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about how great the first episode of Book of Boba Fett was, our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? I heard it was good. I probably should start watching it. I I don't have work this weekend. Well, we'll be on on Saturday for our show, but I'm not going to be at the pizza place this weekend. So maybe I'll catch up on some shows. Maybe Jake will watch a movie that we heard of, and you know we can talk about it. <laughs> one one of one of the few movies. Yeah, you should you should get a book of Boba Fett. It was uh, a very good first episode. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Star Wars. Even though if somebody would like to pay me to talk about Star Wars, I would certainly certainly do that. Um, we're here to talk about hockey. Um, I see about 40 people in chat so far. Uh, thank you guys for showing up. If you guys could throw us a like and subscribe, really helps us look good uh, for the higher ups and click that bell so you can get notified whenever we do go on the air. Special thank you to Yahoo Fantasy. They have been our sponsors so far this season. Uh, they've been very good to us. We're going to have a little giveaway through Yahoo Fantasy, and we're going to talk about them a little bit later in the show. Um, before we get too much further, uh, we do have uh, we do have to talk about last night's slate a little bit. Uh, ja Josh, I'm definitely going to ask you about how last night's slate went. Uh, for me, uh, not exactly the best. I fell out of the cash uh, with the late games. Um, that Rangers game, uh, Igor Shesterkin, really fell apart on me. But uh, we did have some winners in the chat last night. Damon76 um, went with... New Jersey 2, St. Louis 2, and John Gibson in net took down the quarter arcade um, over on DraftKings. So congrats to you, Damon76. If I'm not mistaken, that's back-to-back -back nights that an awesome sub has taken down the quarter arcade uh, over on DraftKings with Henry uh, doing it a couple nights ago. So back-to-back -back nights for the quarter arcade for the Osmo team. What do you think about that? That's that's insanely impressive. Like, yeah, we, we talk about, you know, how Jake, you know, wins back-to-back -back nights in these like 150 maxes but like the quarter arcade fields are way bigger than like the four or the 15 dollar so like winning those back-to-back -back is insane like it doesn't matter what the top prize is like the amount of people in there is just giant and it's it's really an impressive feat yeah it is really really tough to pull off um so congrats to damon uh on that quarter arcade win last night uh, congrats to Henry a couple nights ago. Congrats to the other winners. Uh, we we had uh, some winners in chat, you know, finished second and third and fourth and things like that. So a good night overall. I didn't do well. Did you cash last night? I meant to ask you that. Yeah, I snuck in there because uh, in our Discord chat, we got the Buchnevich alert that he was out pretty early. And I was just like, I don't even know who's going to be there, but I'm putting Kairou there and just falling asleep. <laughs> so like, I just put Kairou in there. I was really tired, laid down. Woke up at like two in the morning, saw that uh, Demko won, saw that I snuck in because Matt Duchesne did nothing for me, and we roll on to tonight. Yeah, exactly. Jordan Cairo was uh, a big swap for people last night. That was a frustrating one because, you know, Buchnevich down to Cairo was like a $1,400 difference or something like that. And I get it's, it's hard to leave salary on the table. It's just a mental thing. I understand that. Um, and, and I struggle with that as well. I like, I'll freely admit that, 
but sometimes just making that straight swap um, is the best case. And it, you know, in a case like that, Jordan Cairo is a very good player on his own. It's not like it was a big downgrade either. So um, congrats to anybody that did swap over uh, to Jordan Cairo. I saw uh, M Skellett finished well uh, last night. I think he finished third in the 20 max. So yeah, we woke up to a lot of screenshots in the discord this morning. Yeah. So not that uh, in your in our respective areas all right <laughs> yes. so congrats m skelet uh congrats damon congrats henry from a couple nights ago um the one thing i found about i found i promise i'll speak better english the one thing i found interesting about last night was i know it was just the buffalo sabers but i thought and I, yeah it's easy to look good when you have three points but i thought jack hughes looked the best he's had probably in any game since returning there at the end of November. I don't know how much of that game that you caught because like you said, you were pretty tired and fell asleep a little early, but man, Hughes did look good last night. Well, the devil's games are always on here because I live in New Jersey. So, I mean, I, I think the break did him well, just because, you know, you're rehabbing and you're rushing back to the ice and maybe you're a little tired from all that. You're, you know, you forced your way back. You're not hundred percent healthy. So I think that rested him well. We'll see, you know, it's one game. And as the Buffalo Sabres, so we'll see going forward. But he does have the pedigree, so maybe he's back. Yeah, and that and that's the thing, right? Is like if he can really hit his ceiling, like not even his ceiling this year, like just be better. He can be close to a point per game player over the rest of the season, especially with because that team does generate um, a lot of zone entries and, and clean entries and things like that. So um, I think Jack Hughes could be in for a big second half. All right, we do have seven games uh, to get to today, so let's get to these games. Before we get too much further, just another quick reminder to click that like and subscribe. It really does help us out a lot. Click that bell so you get alerts when we go live. Um, we do have free premium tools and data up on the site. We normally do almost every day. Uh, today is no exception. We do have NBA player rankings and NHL ownership projections up on the site. So go ahead and check it out at Osmo.com if you're not a member and playing NBA or NHL tonight. Both of those uh, up for free. And we also have an odd shopper giveaway. Uh, get a chance to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Five winners will be awarded for a free month. Um, just click the link pinned in the YouTube live chat to enter. Not a bad deal whenever you can get a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. That is worth a few hundred dollars on its own. Uh, and it will really help you if you want to expand uh, into other sports besides just NHL that we play here. Um, all right, let's get to this first game. Tampa Bay Lightning, 2.9 implied goal total. They're going into Florida. The Florida Panthers have a 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, Florida played last night. Sergey Bobrovsky started, so it's likely Spencer Knight in net for the Panthers. Uh, Tampa still has their uh, goalie injury issues, so, you know, Maxime Legacy or whatever that other guy's name is, is are going to be one of them is going to be starting here tonight, so it's going to be an AHL goalie. For Tampa, for Tampa Bay, regardless. So even though it's a back-to-back, -back, um, you see that 3.3 total for Florida. It's the second highest total on the slate, despite the fact that they're playing what is ostensibly a cup contender that is mostly healthy. It's just, you know, AHL goalies. So I think this is a pretty interesting game for that reason, because I think there are very obvious reasons to not play Florida tonight, but I think there's one really obvious reason to also play Florida tonight. So what do you think? Yeah, and Taylor Radius has hit the COVID list, so I think Ross Colton's moving up to the top line. That that line has a small sample together. It's like 30 minutes, but they're surprisingly high event because usually Stamkos at center likes to uh, grind it down to a slow pace, but they're pretty high event. They're going to get the Barkov line. Barkov under 7K. Uh, I know he's just back, but like for Hagee, Barkov, Duclair, excellent five-on-five -five line going up against the line that's high event. It's either going to be Maxime Legacy, who just gave up, what, five goals to the Canadians? Or and, and I'm going to tell you, I watched that game. You can tell why he's not in the NHL. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be serious. He has a hard time tracking the puck and moving laterally at the NHL level. That's, you know, it's one game, but it seemed pretty obvious. Yeah, and what the other guys, what, like E-Man, Two-Man, or whatever. I don't even know what his name is. Not so. even going to try. If they're going to start legacy after, you know, giving up that those goals to the Habs who had like four NHL players, I couldn't imagine they're going to start the other guy against the Panthers. Now you look at the ownership, they're back to back, but there are home, you know, 7% on Barkov at 6,700, 4%, 5% on Verhage Duclair. Like I just really like that line. Um, 
You go down the second line, you see lower ownership, but there are some concerns there. Bennett, 7K, he only played 14 minutes last night. And I do want to mention Sam Reinhardt jumped up to the top line for like the last three or four shifts and Duclair moved down to the second line. We don't know if that's going to stick or not. We'll find out in warm-up. Yeah, I mean, they're similar in price, but man, if if warm-ups pop up and Reinhardt's up there at Barkov, you get better power play court. Not that you're like super targeting against Tampa Bay penalty kill. You're just targeting against legacy at, at any strength, really. So I, I the the top line is where I'm going to concentrate on the Panthers tonight. I do really like them. I'm I have some concerns about that second line. They're expensive. Bennett's time on ice wasn't great. Like why pay 7k for someone who plays 14 minutes but you can play Barkov for 6700 like that's a legitimate question like and an easy answer and I, I think there's answer. a very easy answer yeah too. you just play Barkov here so um yeah Florida one for me like I don't know if you need to dig that deep but like Lundell Mammon two man I think that's something for like another slate because Lundell like Maxime Mammon I kind of like him as a player. He's min-priced. Lundell is going to, you know, he's pr- projected to be a top six center for sure. So, like, I don't know if you need it tonight, but maybe on a slate where, like, Edmonton power plays in a great spot, you can two-man them. I, you can in, in MME tonight. I don't know if you need to get there, but that does have some interest for me. So, Florida won. And then on the Tampa side, like, I'm going to avoid the Stamkos line. If, if you want to, you know, power play stack, I think that's fine. I just – I have a hard time stacking against Barkov. That line is just really, really good five on five. Um, so for me, I think, you know, I'm going to go down to that second line, you know, point Kalorn, uh, Joseph. I'm not super high on Tampa tonight as it is. I mean, the last time we did see Spencer Knight, he, he did give up eight goals to the Senators. So like, who knows, but he did play well when he went down in the AHL. Like he accepted the assignment, like some young guys go down, like Vitaly Kratzoff and just, throw tantrums and end up back in Russia, but he seems like Knight like embraced it. So, you know, maybe he made it the proper adjustments, but not super high in one Tampa and one to three. But if I, if I did had to go there, it'd be Tampa two and maybe some power play stuff. Yeah. It's, it's Florida one that really um, draws me here, especially as we mentioned with Sam Reinhardt potentially being on the top line, because that's been the one thing, not that it's really held Barkov back, but it's the one thing that's been hard to use him in DFS this year, right? Is that it's often been Duclair Verhage with neither of them being on the power play. If Reinhardt is there and on the power play, now it becomes a much more stackable line. So for now, I'm going to say I really like that Florida top line. I will mention that Reinhardt and Barkov don't really have good numbers together. Like they're good because almost everybody on Florida has good numbers together this year, but they're not as good as they were like with Barkov's regular line mates, but I think if I think if you add Carter Verhage to that line, like they're going to do tonight, it's going to make a big difference. So I don't have that much because Verhage's just a good player to drive, like scoring chances, uh, clean zone entries, and things like that. So um, I really I'm with you. I really do like that Florida top line. I think the Florida second line is fine to play. I'm not super concerned that Sam Bennett's going to start playing 14 minutes every single night. But I do think it's a concern that he plays 16 minutes and not 18 to 19, which is where he had been a lot, right? So I think it's it's kind of like that case last night, right, where Sam Bennett was 7,800, and it's like he's he's so expensive and so absurdly expensive that he's not going to be owned. So if you want to take that risk, I get it. I think I would just go to the Florida top line, like I said, especially if Reinhardt's going to be there, something to watch for in warm-ups. On the Tampa side, I do have uh, some interest in that Colton Palat Stamkos line for the reason that I think, I think Colton is kind of an underrated player for them. Like he, he genuinely was driving an entire third line with Corey Perry and Patrick Maroon on it. Like we should give this guy a little bit of props. Like I think he can do well in the top line with Stamkos and Palat. And yeah, it's a tougher matchup going into Barkov, but they do play at a higher pace. And like I said, They've been worse with Reinhardt than Duclair. So I think both top lines are definitely in play for me uh, in this slate. I, I do like the Florida top line a little bit better. Uh, down on the blue line, um, <laughs> I, don't, I think Radko Goodass got in on the scoring last night, if I'm not mistaken. He got an he assist. Uh, yeah. He's still at 2,500 here tonight. 
Um, you know, Montour, and I think it was Montour and Carlson were on, were on the third pair. They played almost no minutes and it was just rolling the top four. So I don't see any reason not to play good ass at mid price, 2,500 again. I also wrote up Ryan McDonough in my power plays article because, you know, no Sergachev, no Chernak. McDonough is probably going to play 24, 25 minutes here. So uh, McDonough and Gudis for me outside of, you know, power play guys. Yeah, I remember a show maybe it was a month, six weeks ago or whatever when, uh, well, who is it? Sergachev was out. Like that second pair of McDonough Chernak was playing like 28 minutes a night. Now the third pair is Darren Radish and Sean Day. Like Sean Day played like six minutes last game. Like it, it wouldn't shock me to see McDonough push 30 minutes tonight, like honestly. So he'll probably get like a 25, 26 minutes for 3,800. I'm in on that. Uh, Gustav Forsling, 3,200 is fine. Good ass min price. Mackenzie Weger is back under 6K. He plays a ton of minutes. If you can't get up to Ekblad, I think Weger's fine, but I think I'd rather just dump down to Forsling, good ass, or McDonough from this game. Yeah, I. What do you think about the goalies here? I like Legacy at seventy four hundred. It's like Florida's a high volume team, so he's probably going to face a lot of shots. It's whether he lets in five of them, right? So yeah, he was. I, I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to play any goalies from this game. I'll say that he was thirty something percent min priced on a three gamer at seventy four hundred. Like unless you can tell me he's going to face forty five shots, like I don't think I'm going to consider it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I agree with that. Let's move along to the next game. Then this one, Montreal 2.1 implied gold total. They're going into Carolina. The hurricanes have a 3.8 implied gold total. It seems like this game might have some genuine postpone ability here. Montreal this morning was missing 11 out of their 20 roster players, 11 out of 20. And then they added two more to the COVID list. So they're up to 13 out of 20 on the COVID list, they have legitimately one line and then a bunch of AHLers. Uh, they have one forward line, like four, three NHL defensemen, four NHL defensemen, and everybody else is a minor leaguer, including their goalies. That's why you see, that's why this, you know, I think this is the biggest um, spread we've seen so far this season. And I even bet Carolina that like minus 385 or something like that. So we're expecting significant Carolina ownership here uh, for very good reason. I guess I'm going to ask you to start with Montreal. Do you see any reason or any way that they can get some goals here? Cause you know, playing, playing in, against an AHL goalie, like they did in Maxime legacy is one thing playing against a Carolina team that is basically completely full strength from top to bottom is something completely, something completely different. Yeah. 2.1 total on the road. That top line currently projected at 10%. Like, if you take away ownership and say, oh, you know, can they score? Yeah, sure. Do I want to play a 10% line and a 2.1 total to find out? Not really. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, like, Gallagher looked better than I expected against Tampa. So, if you want to go there, I, I think that's fine. Like, he definitely scored. Like, that challenge was one of the most ridiculous non-goal calls I've ever seen. But, you know, that's, that's for another day. But he actually looked pretty decent. If you want to go to that top line, I think it's fine. Not something that I'm going to be doing in one to three in MME. You want to have a little bit. You know, like I always preach, like stacking road teams with a 2.1 total long term, probably not going to be profitable. But that is their only line. So that two, like two out of the 2.1 is probably from that line. So maybe, you know, you can do it. Uh, Cole Caulfield, one off. He looked okay. But like, again, it was legacy. So I don't know, like it's, it's, it's going to be hard to get away from Carolina tonight. Well, I'll just put it that way. Like, and like, I see their ownership right now. Like the, their top six isn't much higher owned than Montreal one. Now they have the Ajo issue and maybe that, you know, both Sebastian Ajo's are on this slate. So maybe, you know, once I, I, I that's what I'm kind of thinking yeah. here. I don't like, for anybody not familiar, there's two Sebastian Ajos in the NHL, one place for the Islanders, one place for Carolina. And when they both play on the same slate, it can mess with, um, you know, the naming in our Excel yeah, sheets. When we, and, when and we scrape, like when we, yeah, yeah, when we scrape data, they get confused. <laughs> so. Yeah. So this is a team that's minus 385 or whatever, or whatever, and has a 3.8 total. And we have neither of their top two lines in the top five by ownership. 
I think what you're going to see is maybe the second line, like 10 to 15%. And then the top line, probably around 20%, if not higher. Yeah. Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. And like, I don't know. I think Josh stacking is to be honest with you. Like you just load them in or you could power play stack. Like either line is fine. Like I don't know which line I think I prefer to play. I honestly think it might be Svechnikov, Trocek, Neches. But like it honestly doesn't matter. If, if you really like Niederreiter, Ajo, Terabinen, like I'm not going to tell you no in this spot. Like I think just from a personal preference, I like that second line a little bit better. But honestly, you could just power play stack and go Aho, Teravine, and Trocheck, Neches, and you know Tony D, Tony D, and just call it a day, or you know mix and match power play too. Like do what you want there. Like so, like I know, like I'm not really giving you anything here. That's like, oh yeah, I'll play this. But like honestly, it's like I say with some like punt defenseman. If you have a preference, play them. Like I, there's not a matchup on Montreal. That scares me. They take a lot of penalties. Their penalty kills bad. So maybe power play stacking is the way to go. Maybe Josh stacking is the way to go. Maybe full stacking is the way to go. Like it, it, like I don't have the answers. If I had the answer, I would just tell everyone. But personal preference, I think I'm going to lean towards that Trocheck line or just straight power play stacking. Yeah, this is one thing we talk about with high totals. High totals is dumping down lines, right? Um, like we said, I think you're going to see the top line coming closer to 20%. The second line, maybe around 10 to 15%. I think the third line for Carolina is definitely in play here. And I want to talk about them a little bit. It's Jordan Stahl, yes, Barry Kotkaniemi, and Seth Jarvis. Now, we have them coming in over-owned a little bit, 4% ownership at 1.5% top two stack. Um, that doesn't really bother me uh, in, in a matchup like this, where the team almost has nearly a four total. And Jarvis and Jordan Stahl have just been great together this year, like seven over 70 shot attempts for 60 minutes. Um, there's I, their expected goals is like 2.8 or 2.9 for 60 minutes or something like that. Well over 30 scoring chances per 60 minutes. Like they are, I think they're over 40 scoring chances per 60 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Like they are just absolutely crushing the competition. Now, Jesper fast, I believe might be back tonight. So um, he might take Kakanyemi's spot, but, that's Regardless, yeah, I Stall and Jarvis are on the second power play unit as well. So, like you just mentioned with power play stacking, you can use Stall, Jarvis, and Jacob Slavin. It's a reasonably cheap stack. They're in a great, great matchup. Like, like think of like think of Montreal's top line. It's not very good with Suzuki and Gallagher. What's Montreal's third line? I like I'm a Montreal fan, and I don't even know. I couldn't name you off the top of my head who the three guys are on that third line because th it, these are just all AHLers and East, East Coasters. Like this is the matchup that uh, a, a line that can generate 40 scoring chances per 60 minutes is going into. I think Carolina three is one of my favorite filler lines on the night. So um, if I had to pick one of the top six lines, I wrote up Carolina two there in my power place article, 66 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 3.4 expected goals per 60 minutes over the last two seasons in their sample together. Yeah, I think Carolina two is just fine. But for me, I think I'm going to get to Carolina three as a filler stack. Um, on the Montreal side, like I would like to play the top line because like I would want to think it's something that's going to come in, um, you know, that would be under owned. But like you said, at 10 percent, I'm not <laughs> I don't want to find out how good they can be in this matchup at 10 percent. And something to remember 
is Brendan Gallagher took a month to return from COVID, not five days or 10 days, like almost every, like not almost every, but most players do. He took a month to come back. His last game uh, before the one on the 28th was November 28th. So what kind of shape is that top line in anyway? So I just don't think there's a reason, a good reason to play Montreal tonight, other than you have, you know, 150 lineups and you really want to get unique. I just don't see it. Um, so nothing from Montreal for me. On the blue line might change some things because for, for the Habs, I think Savard and Romanoff both played over 26 minutes in the last games. And, you know, with Romanoff at 3,200, Carolina should be firing tons of shots. I imagine one, if not both, are going to get to the block bonus here tonight. So I'll just say Romanoff because he's cheaper. Um, he's a defenseman for me out of this game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm fine with Savard or Romanoff. On the Carolina side, I think you'd just correlate here. Um, to just stack onto your Carolina three, if you want to leave off Cockney and Adam Svechnikov, I think, you know, get a three-man power play two stack. I think that if you're worried about ownership in the top six and you want some power play exposure to Stalin Jarvis and Pesci, Adam Svechnikov or, or Nita Ryder, you get a four-man power play two stack there. Yeah, I do like that as well. Um, I guess I have to ask you, is Montembeau in play here tonight? I don't personally think he's a good goalie, but man, 7K, he could see 40 shots plus. Yeah, I mean, you know, Carolina's mantra is come for the expected goal, stay for the shutout. So, like, at 7K, you know he's going to see volume because outside of Cole Caulfield and the top line, I don't know who these players are. So they're like, AHLers. I, yeah. yeah, they're AHLers. Yeah, so, like, there's a good chance he sees over 40 shots tonight, like, legitimately. Like, it's not hyperbole. Like, he may easily see 45 shots tonight, and it, if he saves 40 of them, at that price, he might be okay. Yeah, exactly. I I ran my crunches before the show, which is something I don't often do. And I actually got to 10% Montembeau. And I'm thinking about playing it. Just because here's the thing. Montreal, like Montreal is 20% to win this game, I think, in the, in the betting markets. That's one out of five games. I got to think most of the games that they win are because Montembeau stands on his head and not because Montreal plays great defense or they just flat out outscore Carolina here, right? Like, yeah. I got I to think They're most of the – shootout. Right. I got to think most of the instances when they win this game, it's because of Montembeau. So, I like, he's not my favorite goalie on the slate. He's not going to be my most highest own, but I think I am going to have him in maybe one or two out of my 20 lineups here tonight. And he's going to be not even close to being owned because Merzlikens in the next game we'll talk about, he's only 7,200. Yeah, home. exactly. Like, I honestly think Montembeau might be like, what, 1%, 2%, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Discord, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show, all capital letters, all one word. That's NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. And of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today with the promo code NHL Strategy Show. That's all capital letters, all one word, 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. All right, let's get to that game that you were talking about. Nashville, 2.9 implied gold total. They're going into Columbus. The Columbus Blue Jackets have a 2.7 implied goal total. Uh, I guess the big news is that Patrick Line is back, baby. Um, he's on the looks like he's going to be on the top line for Columbus with Jenner and Voracek. Um, he hasn't been playing, he hasn't played six weeks, I think, with an oblique injury. He said he says he's been ready for a while, but like. I mean, let's be honest, with the way the NHL's been over the last 10 days or so, I don't think they were necessarily rushing to get him back in the lineup. So, like, I think there's a question of whether he's in game shape, but whether, you know, he's coming back injured or anything like that, I think, you know, nothing like that. He doesn't play defense anyway. He just kind of stands there and shoots slap shots. So uh, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> just fine. Um, 
And then Nashville uh, on the other side, obviously they played last night. UC Saros started. So it's likely David Riddick in net. Uh, Riddick Bow uh, in net for the Nashville Predators. Um, I think there's something to like on both sides here, Josh. Should mention with Roman Yossi on the COVID list, it was Alex Carrier playing the top power play unit last night. We thought it might, it would be him or at home. I thought it might be carrier ended up being him. So, but he, he did play 24 minutes besides that. So um, it's not like he's just a power play guy. What do you have out of this game, Josh? Yeah. And he didn't have a shot on goal. I had him in my lineup. Disappointing. Will they go back? Probably. Um, I do like Nashville one tonight. They're going to get that line, a Jenner Voracek line. I would assume uh, just the way their lines are set up, that they're going to send out Jenner against the top comp. And, you know, line A, Jenner Voracek, before line A got hurt, they have a 50-minute sample. Not very good. Not very good at all. Um, 43% shot share, giving up 2.7 expected goals against per 60, 20, 12 high-danger chances. So I like going back to Nashville one here. They have the higher total. They are back-to-back on the road, but a lot of these teams just had a week off plus. So as long as you're healthy, which is always a question mark in, the, in these times, you know, they should be fine. The professional athletes. Um, I, I like not going back to Nashville one here. You want to go to Nashville too? It's fine. Like I just still have the Ryan Johansson problem. Like he was scoring out of his mind, like for the month before, you know, there was a week off. Like that has to stop. Like he's just not. A legitimate goal scorer anymore. Um, you want to do a two-man at Tolvin and Cunning. That's fine, I guess. But like for me, it's just gonna be Nashville one or bust. On the Columbus side, like if you want to go to that top line, that's fine. Like I just the, the numbers are telling me to fade them. And I hate Columbus as it is. So I think I'm gonna go to that second line. I've been on the Domi Rosovic train for a while now. It doesn't matter that Bemstrom's there instead of Nyquist. Emil Bemstrom might actually be an upgrade at this point to Gustav Nyquist. They have a sample together. It's about a uh, 60 minutes. You know, 53% shot share, 3.22 expected goals for, which which is really good considering how cheap they are. Like they're almost min priced. They are gonna get that Ryan Johansson line which has been pretty decent at limiting high danger chances, but they still give up a lot of shots per 60. So I think, you know, for that price, I think you can go to Domi Rosovic here. Yeah. Domi Rosovic is um, one line that I brought up in my power plays article, free article up on osmo.com right now. Um, and it, it was the same reason is that Rosovic and Domi are cheap and they played really, really well together this year. Um, so Domi and Rosovic do make a lot of sense to me as a two man stack. I am going to be on Nashville one here by our top stacks tool. They have the best leverage on the slate. Um, 18% top two stack against 9% ownership. Um, their numbers this year are just absolutely absurd together. 61, 62% expected goal share 58% of the shot attempts and they're scoring 4.2 goals per 60 minutes. And the thing is, is like, that's not really out. The 4.2 goals per 60 minutes isn't really out of line considering they're generating 3.5 expected goals per 60 minutes. They are just an absurd offensive line. And like you mentioned with the Columbus, with line A up there, not nearly as good defensively. And then I get I get thinking like, okay, maybe they don't use line A in the shutdown role, but what are you going to use? Domi and Rosovic? I don't think so. Are you going to use Corrali and Nyquist? I hope so, as it's somebody that's playing Nashville 1. So like you have, you, t- you tell me we're going to get an, an elite line going up against no matchup. Really. The one thing that concerns me is Merce Lickens, but like you've, there are, there are good goalies. You can't just keep fading teams against good goalies. Like every single slate, it's the leverage. That's it's the leverage that's drawing me big time here. So um, Nashville is definitely going to be one of my priorities in my stacks here tonight. I think Nashville too is even in play. Like you mentioned how they do allow a lot of shots, but with Ryan Johansson there, like I know he's not a shooter and I know he's not a goal scorer. I agree with you on that, but he's still a good playmaker. He can still transition the puck and things like that. So um, I think they can take advantage of some weaker defensive matchups against, against the Columbus, um, against the Columbus second and third line. So I think Nashville two is in play, but for me, this game is all about Nashville one, uh, Columbus two as some filler. 
on the blue line, we should mention Adam Bockfist back for Columbus. I think that's a fairly big deal. Like Bockfist is a very good puck mover. Like he's not, I would kind of like him, liken him to like a Sam Gerrard in Colorado. Like there are bigger names that are going to take more um, of the shine, but he's a good player playing down the lineup. So I think he helps. I'm not sure if you necessarily have to play him tonight on the Nashville side. I mean, play carrier, play at home. They're going to get a ton of minutes. What do you think? Yeah. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say I like Jake Bean. Uh, I'm a Bean stan. Um, so yeah, Jake Bean, Adam Bockwist definitely makes some sense if you're, if you need someone under 3K, like a three man of Russell Domi, Bockwist, power play two. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Against a team that doesn't have Yossi, that took a decent amount of penalties yesterday, somehow survived it. And um, <laughs> isn't starting UC Soros? Like, sure. Like, Talk to me about stacking Alex, about using Alex Ovechkin as a one-off in a game where his team gets six power plays <laughs> and he does nothing. I think one assist and a couple shots or something like that. Like, oh my God. Anyways, we're not here to tilt last night's slate <laughs> any longer. What we're here to do is tell you about Yahoo Fantasy because we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just click the link below to redeem it. If you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also receive up to a $100 first match bonus deposit with Yahoo when you use the promo code XMAS100. That's X-M-A-S, capital letters, and the number 100. $100 first match deposit bonus with, with Yahoo. So if you're a first-time user, either click the link below or go get your deposit bonus with the promo code Xmas100. Thank you very much to Yahoo Fantasy. They've been very good to us. Let's continue to be good to them. All right, let's get to this next game. This one is really racking my brain, and it's one of those I wish I didn't have to think about, but it seems pretty important. Buffalo, 2.4 implied gold total. They're going into New York to face the Islanders. The Islanders have a 3.2 implied gold total. Buffalo played last night with Uko Pekka Lukanen in net. So it looks like it's going to be Malcolm Subban starting for them here tonight. On the Islander side of things, they are missing a pile of players. I think they're missing six forwards and a defenseman out of the lineup. Um, we don't know exactly what the lineup's going to look like tonight. For some reason, some people think Brock Nelson is playing tonight, but he was put on the COVID list two days ago. And even with the new regulations, he's not going to be back until this weekend at the earliest. So I don't know why people think Brock, I mean, maybe it was a false negative that I didn't see anything like that. Like I, I he's just on the COVID list. So I don't think Brock Nelson's playing tonight. I imagine Jean-Gabriel Pajot is the second line center. It's just a matter of who's playing with Liam Barzal because there's just so many wingers missing. We don't really know who's going to move up. It could be Josh Bailey, it could be Michael Dalcole, it could be Austin Sarnik. I, I, I'm building as if it's Josh Bailey, but just be aware that that could change at warmups. Um, probably going to be a lot of ownership on the Islanders top line here tonight. What do you have, Josh? The good news for the Islanders here is the most expensive winger is Josh Bailey at 3,200. <laughs> so like, the, I noticed that too, because I was scrolling through the wingers at red, 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 red Bailey. <laughs> like, okay. Like if you build with Bailey and it's someone else, you don't have to worry about forcing them in. They're going to be cheaper. Like, okay, if Austin Cesarnik's up there with Lee and Barzell, I can tell you with Cliffy's lineup. It's going to be Nashville 1, <laughs> Islanders 1, Carrier, Bockwist, 
goalie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty close. It's pretty close. No, I mean, he's 20 maxes, but like if he was playing one lineup, that would hundred percent be it, but it could be JG Pajot. It could be Bailey. It could be Cesarne. It could be Michael Dow Cole. It could be God knows who it's not going to be Martin Zekas, Clutterbuck. They keep that line together. Yeah. But like, so the Islanders came back from their COVID break. They looked pretty bad, but Lee and Barzell started playing pretty decent together. So I, I understand why this is a really good spot. They're coming in around 20% right now, but you know, I think whoever is their third line mate is going to be pretty low. So I think the, the way to go with the Islanders tonight is full stack that top line, whoever it is, unless it's like JG Pajo. And then like, yeah, that's going to be a chalk city, but I don't think they're going to do that. Like, I think they're going to move him. Uh, I'll say the reason I don't think they do that is because with Brock Nelson out, they just don't have centers. They yeah. just don't like yeah. if they have, they have Barzal and Martin and that's it. Or Sezika, sorry. Yeah. So like, you know, Lee Barzal, I think it's, it's a really good spot. They're not super expensive either. It's just 12. It's 12 K for the two of them. And the most expensive winger is Josh Bailey. So it's like the most expensive iteration of Islanders one tonight. It's going to be 15 and change. So yeah. It's Malcolm Subban. Buffalo's back-to-back on the road. The Islanders have a 3.2 total, which is probably their biggest total since last season. And so, like, yeah, I really like Islanders' top line. If there's a second-line iteration that I like, I think you can go to them, too. Like, if it's J.G. Pajot, Bellows, Bailey, like, you can go to them as well. But I think my focus is going to be, you know, Lee Barzell and whoever is with them. On the Buffalo side, Alex Tuck almost doubled in price overnight, which is, like, 4,100 is a decent price for him I think I'm going to be out on Buffalo tonight just like I know the Islanders are a mess and you know haven't been great defensively one to three I I just I just can't get to the Sabres if you're 20 maxing 150 maxing you want to have some of that top line that's fully correlated I think that's fine but um again like Montreal and Buffalo 4.5 total combined Hurricanes 3.8 total like you know where to go tonight yeah, exactly. I I do want to play that Buffalo top line again because I'm I'm not concerned about Islanders matchups here. I just don't see the need to go right back to that Buffalo top line on the slate. Um, if you look at the pricing, the Buffalo top line coming in at around 12k, right? Um, give or take. There are other lines in that range that I like just about as much like the Philly second line, um, depending whether we'll talk about Los Angeles in a couple of games, whether Phil Deneau's back, uh, the, you know, the Los Angeles Kings second line, um, you know, even the JT Miller line from Vancouver, like there are just other lines that I in that price range that I like better. So like, if you guys want to play Buffalo one, I'm not going to say no, because that line looked good together last night. I watched the entire game. Um, I think JJ Paterka's, I, I don't know if he's going to last the entire season here. I think he'll eventually get back, sent back down to the HL, but he looked good on that line. Like they seem to be meshing well together. Um, it's just, there are other lines in that price range. That I like better. So I will, I will probably be off Buffalo tonight. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'm going to be getting to a lot of the Islanders. Um, I just, I, that top line is very good, but they are going to be very high owned. Like they're going to come in at like 20%. And, like, do I want to play Anders Lee, Matt Barzal, Michael Dalcole line at 20% on a seven-gamer or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it just – just when I say it out loud and I think about it, it just sounds and feels bad. So, I don't know. I'm going to play TBD right now. I don't have any – I didn't have Islanders in my first run. I don't know if I'm going to have them again. We'll see. But, obviously, if you're playing anything, it's going to be that top line. So, really, for me, I don't know if I'm playing any forwards out of this game. On the blue line, I definitely do like Noah Dobson. Um, we mentioned before the holiday break about how his peripherals had started to tick up. He's getting expensive now at 5,500. But I think if you play, if you like playing the Islanders in this matchup, you have to like playing Noah Dobson at 5,500 as well. What do you think here? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, do you want to punt Pellick or Mayfield? There's other guys in that range that I like better. So it's really Dobson for me. Want to go to back to Rasmus Dahlin. His price went down from yesterday so 4100 i think he's in play as well yeah <laughs> yeah his price did go down i don't know <laughs> why that keeps happening but man oh live it'd be nice if it would stop all right let's get to this next game calgary 3.0 implied gold total they're going into seattle the kraken have a 2.6 implied gold total um 
just in case people might have forgot, remember the Calgary was the team where everybody got COVID except for two players. Uh, Blake Coleman didn't get it, and then Dan Vladash, I think, didn't get it. Um, and he's the backup goalie, so literally one one player off the roster didn't get COVID. But uh, Milan Lucic did tweet that most of the team had received their boosters before the out, like right around the time the outbreak happened. And they're all back within, you know, 10, 12, 15 days. So, like, I don't think this was as bad as the outbreak that maybe the Vancouver Canucks had at the end of last season or something like that. So, like, I'm not super concerned about the conditioning about Calgary tonight. Let's just say that. Um, Seattle played last night. Uh, so, I, I'm pretty sure Grubauer started. So, it would be Dridger uh, here in net for them. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, it's hard to conjecture how people like it's it's hard to put that into like your analysis. Like, yeah, they all had COVID, they're all back now. So they should be fine. Like we just don't know. Like Crosby said he had issues. Like you just don't know until you get into a game. Right. Like the whole team could be, you know, six percent worse overall, let's say. But yeah. you know, there could be some players that might actually be better than they were three weeks ago, and then some players will be way worse, and you just won't know until you see them play. Yeah, and Brett Ritchie, I think, is out tonight, so we may see some new lines. Like, Lucic, for whatever reason, is on the second line with Backlund and Coleman. Sure. Like, Majinapani, Dubé, and someone, like, maybe, like, Monaghan moves up. Like, I, I just don't That's, know. But like, Yeah, we should mention Brett Ritchie. Uh, <laughs> Brett Ritchie went to the COVID protocol list. Yeah. Um, he was on the third line. Look, I, I'm assuming Sean Monaghan moves up to play with yeah. Dubé and Majinapani. That's an interesting little line there. Um, but um, – yeah, I mean, Seattle, I'm not sure if Sean Monahan's that much better than Brett Ritchie at this point. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, but anyways. Yikes. Uh, Seattle played last night. They didn't look great. Um, be interesting to see, like, yeah, like Colin Blackwell was pretty outspoken about how he struggled. It's going to be pretty telling with how these guys handle the back-to-back situation. They are at home. But um, I do like the uh, Flames top line here tonight. Fully correlated, coming in around fourteen percent. Like when the Flames are low owned, I like them. When they're somewhat chalky, it always feels like a trap. I'm like, I don't know if I want to, you know, play a line at fifteen percent coming off like the whole team getting COVID. Like, yeah, Dridger. Like Dridger actually has looked decent recently. He started awful, but like he's come around a little bit. Seattle is on the back-to-back, so I get it. Like, one to three, I don't think I'm going to get to the Flames here. But in MME, Calgary one definitely makes some sense. And then on the Seattle side, like, if you want to go back to that top line, I guess that's fine. But, like, I'm just not super excited about anything on Seattle tonight. The thing with me, it's just a matchup. It's just a brutal, brutal matchup. Calgary, like, I genuinely think Calgary is a full-fledged cup contender top five team in hockey. Like, and assuming they, they came back healthy, I don't see I don't see any reason to play them because even if you say, you know, because Seattle does send out their top line against the third lines of opposing teams. So yeah, go ahead. They're gonna go up against um the Calgary third line tonight. I showed the Calgary third line stats in our Discord earlier. They're like a 55 or 56% possession line. Like there is no easy matchup with the Calgary Flames. So I think if you're playing anything from Seattle, it's the McCann line, just because, you know, if they do move Monaghan up, then you have Monaghan and Dubé on that line. Maybe they can be had a little bit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so it's it's definitely the McCann liner bust for me from Seattle. I just, 
don't know if I'm going to be getting much uh, on the crack. And I do love the Calgary side of this. Um, as we often mention, um, the Kraken don't have a checking line that can match up against anybody. They're all underwater. And Calgary's top line, just flat out, you know, one of the best uh, in hockey uh, all season long. I wrote up uh, Matthew Kachuk in the Power Plays article today. Um, they're controlling 60%, uh, over 60% of the shots and expected goals when they're on the ice, scoring three and a half goals for 60 minutes. And they play together the entire season. Like this isn't a small sample. So absolutely love the Calgary top line here tonight. I don't mind the Calgary second line either. I just, the way I'm building my lineups, I just don't see a, I just don't see a reason to get to them. I would leave Lucic off probably, but I think, I think Coleman, Coleman and Backlund would still make a fine two man here. Um, it's just the way I'm building. I don't know if I get to them. So Calgary one for me, uh, maybe Seattle one, but I doubt it on the blue line. Uh, yeah. Correlating. I guess that's it. Anybody stick out to you? Aiding better word maybe <laughs> like I, I i don't think i've won off the flames defenseman this season like i, I don't think i, I mean i have definitely played like some tanev markstrom or something like that but yeah i it's not i i i don't target them yeah maybe no one for me maybe alexiak if i had to pick someone tanev 2600 that but that's really about it yeah i agree with that all right. The Osmo Hall of Fame is where we like to celebrate all of our winners here at Osmo.com. And if you'd like to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the, if you place in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants, you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hall of Fame account. You do that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Not a bad little deal. Uh, we're going to scroll through some of the winners here. Um, you see, uh, you see Neil Orfield saying showdown to the rescue. Looks like he did well, both on DK, uh, for 20 or DK for a hundred K top and then 25 K for a chop over on FanDuel. Uh, you see Ryan pack, uh, playing NBA. He took down $67,000 in NBA, but you don't have to win that much to get into the awesome hall of fame. You see Asker, with uh with a hundred and fifty dollars single entry NBA top prize that will get you into the Osmo Hall of Fame as well. So make sure uh if you play place in the top three of a contest with at least five thousand contestants, tweet those wins to Osmo. We don't care. It doesn't matter if it's one hundred and fifty dollars or one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Both will get you into the Osmo Hall of Fame. All right, let's get to this next game: Vancouver, Los Angeles Kings, the Vancouver Canucks. 2.6 implied gold total. They're going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.9 implied gold total. Um, we were surprised with a Brock Besser scratch last night. He's on the COVID list. Alex Chason not only went to the top line in his place, but to the top power play unit as well. Played a season high 16.04, I believe it was last night. And he found his way into my power plays article. Tell us why you are or are not playing Alex Chase on here tonight. Darn. Um, uh, Brucey, baby, what we doing? Hello, <laughs> uh, man. Like, Philip Deneau may be back tonight. This is just, if he's back, like, this is going to be a tough matchup for Vancouver. I don't know. Like, these lines are just gross. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it like i just don't like the vancouver lions i guess like whoever goes up against kopitar or like the third line is like where i would attack like the the kopitar line with ifl kempe actually hasn't been bad defensively so i don't even know if we can exploit that matchup anymore so like whoever's going up against the you know grunstrom kupari leas anderson line Maybe that's Pedersen Garland. Maybe that's Horvat. Uh, maybe it's JT Miller Chason. I'm not sure how the Kings are going to match that up if Deneau is in or out. So, like, I'm not super excited about Canucks tonight. I'm probably one full stack him anyway. If you want to do a two man of Pedersen Garland, I think that's fine. You want to do something with Bo Horvat, I think that's fine. But flat out full stacking with Besser out is probably off the table for me. On the Kings side, I see the Kings top line. 15, 16%. I think, you know, they played last night, No, or the Canucks played last night, so it's probably going to be a lock. 
like Halak is probably one of the better backups in the league. He's so a like, starter playing backup. Yeah. He's like Laurent Brossois. Uh, I would have like. Yep. So I'm going to get some Kings one here at that ownership. But if Kings two is coming in around four or 5% and it is to know, like if it's to know Arvidsson, I think that two man has some interest to me. Just to cut you off 13 and, minutes ago, to know exited COVID protocols. So, so he's, he's back not. on the roster as of 13 minutes ago. Whether he officially plays is another step, but I'm I'm assuming he does. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't mind a Danelle Artson. Like, yeah, we have some trepidation about putting in players right off the COVID list, but at 4,300 in this matchup, I think you can, you can find out. Um, so if they're coming in around 5%, I do like that two-man. We'll see if Trevor Moore is there or they mix up the lines. They're just shuffling a whole bunch of players. This is one of those games where you kind of have to pay attention to the lines if you're still alive. You know what I mean? Like it's a 1030 Eastern start and you're playing Kings. Like you need to pay attention. But yeah, Kings 2 is probably going to be in play for me, but that's probably about it. For me, out of this game, it's probably going to be Kings 1. Um, one reason for that is the Vancouver penalty kill. It's been improving, but still not great. And they still take a fair share of penalties. Like they're in the top half of the league by time shorthanded this year. Um, and the second reason is that they're just not coming in with a ton of ownership. I was looking at our, our top stacks coming in at 15% ownership uh, against 17.5% top stack, 17.4%, sorry. And Alex Chase on, I'm sorry, he just tracks down that entire line. And I'm assuming Kopitar is going to see that Miller line in the matchup. Um that's how I have it anyway. And if, if it's Kopitar versus Miller, like without Chase on there, I don't know how the Kopitar line doesn't run them over. Um, so Kopitar for me, uh, nothing on the Vancouver side, honestly. Uh, I just think their ownership is, it's not high, but they're all over-owned. And I I don't really like Pod Colson. I don't really like um, that top line. Like, I'm sorry, I, I, I would play Chase on tonight, but I don't think he's a help to that line. I only play Chase on because he's 2,500 getting minutes. He had, he doesn't deserve, like, let's be honest about this. And the Horvat Hoglander Dickinson line has just been bad. Like 45%, uh, 45 to 48% shot expected goal scoring chance share, just bad. So uh, LAK one or bust for me out of this game. Um, just, uh, want to mention, uh, we do have shows coming up in a little bit. Eight, uh, we have our jock market NFL show at 3 30 Eastern with Aton and Eric, and their NBA double dose of uh, the deeper dive and the live before lock starting a little bit earlier today, starting at 4 30 Eastern. So make sure you tune in if you're playing any NFL this week or NBA. Uh, and please click that like and subscribe before we get out of here. All right, real quick, Philly 2.8 implied gold total. They're going into San Jose, uh, the Sharks have a 3.2 implied goal total. Um, I'm going to flat out say I really like the Sharks' top line here tonight. The problem for me is I don't know which line they're going to match against, the Hayes line or the Giroux line from Philly. Whichever the line they don't match against, I would like that line from the Flyers. It's just we don't know which one it's going to be. I guess that they match up against uh, the Giroux line. That's my guess, but I don't know. What do you have? That is my assumption as well. Alex Barban Barabanov, whatever, he had a good game last game. But like, I think I'm going to do like a three mana Couture Hurdle Meyer. It's a little bit more expensive, but you can make it work. Hurdle on power play one, uh, a little three man power play stack there. You want to go to Sharks too? I guess that's fine. But like, they're going to be just as high owned. I think I'd rather just go to that top line. Um, if Couture sees Giroux, I, I do like the Hayes Farabee connecting line going up against that Hurdle Gregor. Line. So, yeah, I like, you know, Philly too a little bit here. Um, Sharks are just bad defensively. Reimer just gave up a million goals to the Coyotes. I think there is some, you know, sense to playing some Flyers tonight. Yeah, that Hayes connecting line, I agree. I think they're going to see Sharks too. Sharks too this year, 45% shot share, 43% of the scoring chances. They've just been bad, like just flat out bad. So, yeah, I agree with you on the Hayes line. All right, we got to get moving. We got to get out of here. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for tonight is Maddie Kachuk, and my goalies are Jonathan Quick and Elvis Merzlikens. Who you got? Like Merzlikens. Uh, let's see here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> 
maybe even Sorokin. Like, there is some shot volume concern there. Uh, and my hat trick pick is gonna be Philip Forsberg. I know it's Thursday, but Philip Forsberg. All right, I like it. Philip Forsberg, <clears throat> Matthew Kachuk are your hat trick picks for tonight. Thank you again to Yahoo Fantasy, our sponsor, for producer Mike, for Josh Harris. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. And happy new year because this is our last show of 2021. We will be back New Year's Day with the first ever NHL Live Before Lock. So be be sure to come back New Year's Day. Celebrate celebrate safe and responsibly tomorrow. And we will be back on January 1st. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.